it's a monster of a deal. Sounds pretty good to me. I know, like <laughs> I don't, I, and, and I don't understand where, where, how you could even justify. It. And he, and the problem is, he didn't even have a reason. All he had was, hey, this guy told me this. Well, why would you? What makes you, you know, want him to believe him more so than, say, for example, me? He's like, well, he's in the area. There's been plenty of really bad investors that live in Windsor that have invested in Windsor. Just because you live there doesn't mean that you're good at what you do. Why? Why would you accept that as the be-all, end-all? Like, don't you have a mind of your own? So on this podcast, we're going to talk about how people let other people influence their decisions. Yeah. And right? a couple of different paths here. There's positive influences. Exactly. And there's the negative ones, like yeah. the haters. The, they're always going to hate. So mm-hmm. what's, your, what's your background here on, okay. that, on so, that topic? Yeah. So I had a scenario where one of our buddies, it's a mutual friend, obviously, um, I presented an investment opportunity over in the U.S. that we're going to be funding soon. You know, you know, for everybody that's interested in it, it's going to be coming out soon. Um, I presented it, and this particular individual has family down in this area or the city or whatever, and he consulted this individual, and that person ended up telling him that it was not a good deal. And I'm looking at this deal and it's got literally like a nine to 10% cash on cash return. It's got literally like a, like a five year average. It's literally got like a total, uh, total annualized rate of return in like literally the first like year or so is like triple digit. And over the course of like uh, five years, we're talking about like literally like a 50 total ROI. Right, which is like a mo- it's a monster of a deal. It's a monster of a deal. There's there's all kinds of talk about like monstrous companies migrating into this area for the tax incentives that this particular state puts on. It's very business friendly. Um, what about it, the location? Um, the location is like literally a stone's throw away from a, a world class beach. Um, this particular property is isolated between multi-million dollar homes on the water. I mean, sounds pretty good to me. I know. Like <laughs> I don't, I, and, and I don't understand where, where, how you could even justify it. And he, and the problem is he didn't even have a reason. He didn't have, he didn't have any good uh, rebuttals for any of those. Right. All he had was, Hey, this guy told me this. And I'm like, okay, well, that's great. And he, and I'm like, okay, well, why would you, what makes you, you know, want him to believe him more so than say, for example, me, he's like, well, he's in the area. And I'm like, okay, well, that's great. There's been plenty of really bad investors that live in Windsor that have invested in Windsor. Just because you live there doesn't mean that you're good at what you do. Mm-hmm. Right. And just because you live there or it, th- this guy lives there. Like, why? Why would you accept that as the be all end all? Like, don't you have a mind of your own? Can't you like, you know, you have to be prudent enough to look at these numbers and say, hey, fuck, these are good numbers. And if everything else, if all the other boxes are checked, like, what's the problem? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
And it made me kind of just realize like how influential. Yeah. How easily people are influenced by like external and like, like external, uh, Pressure, yeah, pressure, yeah. and and uh, and 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 other people. It's mm-hmm. unbelievable, and you know, don't get me wrong. Like I'm, I'm. I think to some to some extent, everybody is, you know, influenceable or whatever. Um, but I mean, like, fuck. I mean, to what point are you just going to say, hey, listen, like I have a mind of my own and I can make my own decisions, mm-hmm. and to to when are you gonna like stop allowing people to negatively influence you? and prevent you from getting ahead in life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it was unbelievable the amount of, I felt like negativity this guy had towards this opportunity. And I'm looking at him as like, man, like you're, mi- you're going to miss, yeah. like this isn't, the problem is, is like, it's not even about this particular property. It's the it, mindset. It's, it's, it's the mindset yeah. that, that you let somebody yeah. outside. Yes make up your mind for you. Now, here's the thing. Here's the way I look at it. Let's just say in this particular scenario, there's two people. One person is saying it's a good deal. One person is saying it's not. Mm -hmm. That means I got to freaking decide for myself. For sure. That means I have to, okay, I got two different opinions here. I need to dive into this deal myself and decide whether or not it's, it's a good deal. And I think that for anybody listening to this, you'll always find dissenting opinions on everything. For sure. I can make any deal that I've ever done look bad. True. You probably make a lot of deals look good too that aren't, that aren't good, right? That's, oh. the, that's the whole yeah. point. Yeah. You have to find the good in the deal. Mm. To be honest with you, I actually even find the negative in the deal more often than I find the good so I can use the negative as leverage. Yeah, you evaluate the deal 100%. on a positive negative basis and exactly. then make an informed decision. 100%. I'll tell you one thing I don't do is listen to anybody. No. No, no so let me rephrase that. I'll listen to you, mm-hmm. but you're not going to decide for me. No. Because if you did, guess what? I'd still be at my old job. Mm-hmm. I would have probably never bought real estate because everybody around me at the time told me it was a bad idea and I'm going to mm-hmm. get bad tenants and blah, blah, blah. You can't let people freaking make decisions for you. You have to be able to d- decide y- yourself. Uh, let's talk about another one. How about the the freaking news, man? I found the news oh, influences people. Man. If you get your view of the what world, what was the last fucking comment you got on uh, on our you uh, uh, yeah, Canadians? It was Canadians uh, uh, impending, investing in U.S. impending crash. The, oh, Rosenberg predicts you know Bloomberg, about, Bloom, yeah, fucking whatever Bloomberg because they're reliable. This is this this is worse than what happened. The the signs now are yeah. worse than they were in 0809. Yeah, and I, I read that headline, I'm like. There's no way that could be true. No, it's not. Like, there's there's simply no way. First of all. Second of all, I don't play the market crash game mm-hmm. like we always talk about. I don't care. Mm-hmm. If it crashes, good. I'll buy more real estate. Yeah. If it keeps going up, good. I'll make more money. It doesn't matter. I'll play the game however, whatever it brings to me. I'm just not going to try to predict it. If you get your view of the world from CNN or, or any major news out, out uh, network, you're going to have a hard time becoming financially free. Yeah. Because what are those news networks based off of? Neg- Fear. Like, yeah. Negativity. negativity. Yeah. Impending doom, mm-hmm. coronavirus. That's what sells. People, yes. do, people don't like the feel-good stories. Like rarely do people, do the feel-good stories get as much attention. Ex- rarely. They, that's why they do it. I think that's sure. why, yeah. Fear, fear sells. Most of the, fear I think sells. most of the world lives in That fear. is literally all states mm-hmm. mandate for their marketing. They fucking scare people into buying point, their man. policies. They point. literally scare people. Yeah, this that's bad literally thing their could thing. happen. That bad thing yeah. could happen. If you go fear through life. Fear is such a motivator. Yeah. If you go through life with a half um, a glass half half empty view on mm-hmm. everything, how do you expect to make moves? Like yeah. if I'm evaluating a, a deal 
and the glass is half empty always, how am I going to pull the trigger on that? You won't. You can't. Yeah, you won't. You have to have a positive outlook on the future. Oh, dude. Now, one yeah. thing I don't know is what's going to happen in the next two years, but I know the next hundred, we're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Society always goes on. Mm-hmm. Real estate's always real estate. Real estate is a, uh, I think you put it the best, the best, but it's a, a basic human necessity. It is. It's like buying water. It's actually like on Maslow's hierarchy. Yeah, of needs. It's, it's mandatory. Shelter. Man, is is what it is. Like it's it's a nece- it's a necessity for yeah, for humans. Like it, whether shelter, yeah, like you're going to be living in a house, whether mm-hmm. it's renting or owning, it's a pretty safe uh, asset class to be purchasing. Pro- from my perspective, it is the safest I've uh, ever done. Find me a, find me a different one. Yeah, exactly. Um, so so I'll give you even a, another example. It so when I started back in like the crash when it was all going on. You know how many people told me not to do it? Oh, let me guess. Everybody? Like, like, like literally. literally. Yeah. Unless you were around some really good people, um, which maybe you were. I, don't I, know, I didn't. But. No. I didn't have one person tell me it was a good deal. You not had to one. break the mold. You had oh, to- <laughs> my goodness. Because you got to understand, like, Windsor was literally like, like, a, like a fucking third world country. Yeah, if you like, zoom out so and look at Ontario, on, Windsor was like the, the armpit. Of, it was the know. shittiest yeah. market. Like, again, Imagine a market in Canada where you could buy shit for 20 grand. Like literally I was like buying shit for 20 grand. Yeah. And I, and, and it has to be really bad for you to be buying stuff it, for 20 grand. It really it was. was. It, was. It, it really was, was that bad. And, and uh, I had everybody and, and their mother telling me not to do, even my family, like my family, same thing. Like everybody was telling me not to do it. And at the end of the day, man, it was just. Uh, you made your own I decision. Yeah, I made my own decision. I was like, fuck it. I'm not going to listen to anybody else. And I'll, now look it. Mm-hmm. Those same those same properties that I bought for 20 grand are going for like, you know, 400. Yeah. Now you didn't know when that was going to happen, but no, you're pretty sure that in the next 20 or 30 years, you're going to be making a good yeah. solid investment. I, I, knew, I knew Windsor was at its low point. Yeah. Or, or or maybe not even at its low point. I knew that, okay, shit was like, you know, 20 to 50 grand. You could buy, the, mo- the majority of stuff was like, probably you could get in like 50 grand, 60 grand. I'm like, how much fucking lower can it get? Mm. Even if it, even if it, it it gets ends up becoming half that, like it's still not even that big yeah. of a deal and because now we're cash, at thirty. And you're still cash. Yeah, and I'm still cash flowing positive, so it wasn't even that big of a fucking mm-hmm. deal. So, so from that perspective, I was like, whatever, man. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. So yeah, like that property that I was telling you about, seven percent cash on cash, or not even not even seven. It was over seven in any scenario, even first year. But it was like on an average of like nine to ten percent mm-hmm. cash on cash return. It was like a fifty percent. Uh, annualized rate of return on an average. Um, and then- uh, um, In like a world-class city. Yeah, world-class city, like in a sub-market outside of like a world-class, or yeah. no, in a, in a sub-market of a market of a world-class city. Yeah. And uh, like the average rent, I'm, I'm, like on a per unit basis, I'm paying 130 grand per unit and the average rent is 1300 like it's a one percent rule. Like the one percent rule. Like accomplishes the one percent rule. Try and to find the that. rents are even yeah. low, so there's a value add. Yeah. So like, fuck. Try to find that anywhere. So, try to find that in Ontario. So yeah. So yeah. Listening to people like this will set you back. Listening to uh, taking people's opinions is fine. Yeah. But they cannot decide for no. you. You need to like be a man and and make your own decisions in this world. One hundred percent. And we always talk about this, right? I could pull up. Uh, 10 different articles right now. Five would say that the U.S. market's about to crash. Five mm-hmm. would say that the market's going to go up. How many Wait, art- Who's right? How many who's articles right? have there been in Canada predicting a crash? 
Tons. Like since, but since everything. Yeah, and those those ones that are predicting the crash will be, like if you do Google Google search, they'll be at the top. Yeah. The first 50 articles are going to be about the crash. Mm-hmm. You might have to dig a little bit deeper to find the positive articles. Mm-hmm. So which one's right? And, and to be honest, I don't know which one's right. But what I am saying is that there's, a, there's not a consensus on anything ever. There's never a consensus on, on whether or not the market's going to crash or when. No. There's never a consensus on that building. 50 people, 25 will see it one way, 25 will see it another. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm usually, I'm always, almost always going to tilt towards the positive side. I'm mm-hmm. always going to try to see with a glass half full, mm-hmm. right? And then I'm going to compare that deal to what other deals are available. Well, well, look at what happened. So you have the worst real estate crash in history in, in 2008. Where's real estate now? Like seriously, where is it? Probably double, triple on average. Well, there you um, go. Yeah. It only took 10 years. Yeah. Like 10 years is a long time if you actually like want to like look at it. Yeah, but you're talking like- but it's you, not that long. But here's the thing. If you bought at the exact top, yeah, then it took 10 years. But exactly. like what if you were buying uh, in 2011, 12, 12 or, 13 yeah. when it was like on the rise? Yeah. I wish it, I would have you know, over there. I yeah. wish I would have bought over there. Straight up, man. And even, even here. The dollar was par too. I know. Yeah. Even here. Even here. Right? At the end of the day. In 2008, like I just gave you the example. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It you did take time. Yeah. It did take time, but we have time, it was the worst friends. case scenario. Like, lit- like literally, like I have property that I still own that is still in the same original mortgage of when I bought it. <laughs> so it's not that yeah. fucking long. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's only been, you know, 10, 12 years. Mm-hmm. Not really that long. I still have more than half of the mortgage left yeah. on it. Right? So, or the more, uh, half of the am on it. So- it's really yeah, not that long. You can't let people, even in the worst case scenarios, you can still take the worst case scenarios and still come out on top, even if you didn't buy at the low. Yeah. Like, so wh- what are we talking about here? I, I don't know. As long as, as long, like, so if you keep on letting people do this to you, you're going to be, fu- there, there's you're gonna way be too much. Of, yeah. You're, you're going to be left behind. behind and there's yeah. way too much of an opportunity cost mm. for people making decisions for you. Yeah. My general mindset has become like, if I had to, put it into a term. It's just dollar cost averaging. I don't know what the hell is going to happen mm-hmm. in the market over any short period of time. But if I continually buy a couple properties every year or whatever, however many I can every year, it's going to average out over 20 years. Mm-hmm. Ups, downs, highs, lows, yeah. whatever. Now I do know one thing about real estate. You zoom out over a hundred years, do it, do, pull up a chart. Mm-hmm. This is real estate. Why? Because of inflation. It has mm-hmm. to, inevitable. Population growth and inflation. You don't even have to go estate. 20 years. No, not a right, yeah, hundred years. Yeah. Yeah. You can go 10 or 15 yeah. or 20, right? Now mm-hmm. you zoom into one or two years. It could be like this. Yeah, no, no, course. don't care. Yeah. I'm going to buy in that year too. Mm-hmm. And then when it starts to tick up, I'm going to buy in that year. And then when it starts to tick up here, I'm going to buy that. I'm always buying real estate. I don't know what else to do. Yeah. Right? I get like what you I, mean though. If you zoom out a hundred years and you show someone that chart and say, why would you not buy? Yeah. It makes no because sense why are, you wouldn't. Because here's the thing. People always think they're at the top. For sure. They thought they were at the top in 2012, mm-hmm. 2013, 2014, 2015, yeah. 2016. 2000. Like they yeah. always think they always think it's the top because there's always an article in every one of those years. Mm-hmm. There's been an article from the major news outlets. Fuck, and, every and, week, man. And yeah. Yeah. Every, yeah. Every Fuck. year, every week of every year, it's going to crash, right? Yeah. Every week the your neighbor or your brother or your sister or your mom and dad are telling you not to do it because they're scared every year, everywhere, everywhere. You're getting bombarded with this viewpoint that it's not a good investment or it's scary mm-hmm. or it's not every year yet real estate continues to go like this because of fundamental yeah. uh, reasons. So freaking tune out the noise, evaluate the deal. First of all, you know, do you like the market? We talked about it's a major market with strong fundamentals. 
you got, we love the fundamentals of people moving to Florida mm-hmm. from New York and all these things. And then you zoom in a little bit closer. Okay, what's going on here? It's surrounded by this, this, and this. It's cash flow positive, 7% cash on cash return. You got major companies 20 minutes away that are migrating <clears> from <throat> New York and setting up shop 20 minutes from here. Like the place is blowing up. You're 10, 20 minutes from South Beach. Like, okay, like, is that a bad deal? Mm-hmm. Like, is that, like, ha- the numbers work, the market's good. The numbers don't even work. The numbers are fantastic. They're, they're fan- especially relative to oh, what's available yeah. in, in our market. Now, now let me give you another scenario. This is another scenario that I think a lot of people don't put a lot of clout on. What ended up happening probably more than like, what more than likely happened in, happened in that conversation was he went in with a negative tone, mm-hmm. okay? So when you start talking to people in, from a negative perspective, they feed off that negative perspective. And even though, say, even if that guy that he was talking to was a seasoned investor, people are very easily manipulated, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. If he would have went in with a positive tone and said, well, Could hey, this is, why I, this is why I like it, what do you think? It might've completely changed true, the conversation true, true, true. versus, hey, I don't know about this scenario. What do you think? Mm-hmm. And another thing that people got to be very careful about is a lot of people want to shit on other people's ideas. Okay. <laughs> they really do. It's a lot natural. of people, yes, it's natural. A lot of people don't actually want to see other people succeed. They have a problem with it, right? Yep. You and I have seen this. Like, that's why you have haters out there. Right, haters gonna hate. Haters are gonna hate. Always. It is what it is. Right? They don't want to see. They want to. They want to. You know, it makes their life easier to swallow when they see people not succeeding. Mm-hmm. So they want to stop people from succeeding. So you have to really be careful, even on your tone, when you're asking people for advice. Mm-hmm. You know, if you think it's a good idea, come from the perspective that it's a good idea, and that's what you think. Mm-hmm. And if someone again brings some negativity towards your way, then use it. Use it as constructive criticism, and maybe it isn't for you. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you you can't go in, uh, you know, well, with this mindset. Yeah. Another thing too, like whoever you're asking, they better have all the info for to, sure to really chime in on it. Like they better have all of it. And he's not, not even from the area. That's the problem. Like he's not even from the area. He doesn't even understand the deal. Yeah. He's not even. He's he's actually not a real yeah, estate investor. The, the the point of this conversation is not about this particular mm-hmm. scenario. We're talking like yeah. in general. In this general. is what we see all the time. It's 100%. just this negative viewpoint. This negative, mm-hmm. like taking something positive and turning it negative, is very easy to do. It's actually human nature. I think in a lot of ways. Of course. And if you're coming at somebody, especially somebody that's fear-based, because most people are, like we talked about, they watch CNN all mm-hmm. day, they are going to twist whatever you bring to them to the negative side. And they're going to start bringing up the what-ifs. For sure. Well, what if the market crashes? What if you can't get good tenants? Mm-hmm. What if they can't pay their bills? What if they can't pay their rent? Like, what are we even talking about? I don't like, know. when you even talk about that shit, it, like, what if sounds, you can't, good, can't good, get good tenants? Yeah, like, yeah, is, okay, because nobody's ever done this before. <laughs> like, what the fuck are yeah. you even talking about? I, I don't. Like, you, you know, know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, how do you think these guys own multi-billion dollar fucking portfolios? Because why? Because they were always scared about tenants? <laughs> like, what is that? Like, it doesn't even make any fucking sense I whatsoever. Know, I don't know. It's, it, it, it may, goes it's back hilarious. to human nature, man. It's hilarious. It's, it's, it's so funny. It's wild. And you need to see it. You need to see it. Because it's like the Matrix. Once you see the Matrix, like, you just, once you see that everybody's fear-based, like, you just stop. You just, it's like in the, you know in the Matrix when uh, Neo starts to see the Matrix and yeah. they shoot at him and he just puts his hands up and the bullets fall. Yeah, like nobody can get to me anymore. I don't care what the Matrix yeah. says. I don't care what CNN says. I've tuned it out. You're done. Yeah, I'm gonna make my own decisions. Mm-hmm. I don't even ask people for advice really. Mm-hmm. Like I might come to you and be like, hey man, let like let's dig into this deal and like like what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. But we're gonna dive in deep. Yeah, I'm not gonna. When's the last time I asked your your opinion on anything that I bought? Yeah, never. When's the last time you asked me for my yeah. opinion? Like maybe from an agent perspective, yeah. if we're out looking at something, but yeah. 
you're buying deals all the time. Just like you're just pulling the trigger left, right for yourself mm-hmm. because you can evaluate a deal and make your own decision. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. Whatever the consequences are of whatever my actions are, I'll own it 100%. Mm-hmm. If I make the wrong decision, I'll just learn from it and move on and buy another one and and, and learn from the lesson. Mm-hmm. Like that's something you have to be willing to do as well. Like um, you have to be willing to burn a little bit and and learn. Now, here's the thing. It's hard to burn in real estate. It really man. is. Like, when, you, when you're, when you're, when you're using good numbers and you're yeah. buying stuff at like set good fundamental numbers in good locations the fuck like yeah. how are you gonna burn I, I don't know but i'm willing to burn like yeah. i'm willing to take their i'm willing to put my money on the line and say you know what i'm gonna bet on this because i've done my research i'm gonna bet on myself i'm gonna bet that i'm right here it's not that hard right like mm-hmm. here's the numbers here's the freaking sub market here's what's going on there here's what's around it that's a pretty good bet to me boom i'm, I'm good right i i have never once bought in a property where I've strayed off of my fundamental like check boxes and lost where money. I've lost yeah, I, never once it's, knock on wood, but I've never you don't even fucking need to once, knock on I know, wood. Like, I've <laughs> never once lost yeah. and I don't plan on losing because I buy property based off numbers and anything else is gravy. Yeah. That's it. Because you can't like, that's when you start veering away from that, that's when you start losing. Mm. If you get the numbers right and you get the market right, which is, there's a lot of good markets. Mm-hmm. It's really not that hard. Mm-hmm. Over ten to twenty years, how can how can you lose if you if your numbers are right, and then they've and if they factored in a potential dip, and you can say, hey, when when and if it dips, I can ride that out, and I'll still be cash flow positive, or you know, worst case scenario, this, I'll still be able to hold that property through it and ride out the wave. Mm-hmm. Over that twenty years, how how can you lose in in real estate? I don't. You can't. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So now here's the thing: what people are trying to do is they're trying to time it. Yeah. They're trying to time. They think they can time it. You can't time the market. You can't, but everybody <laughs> thinks they can, man. It's so yeah, crazy. I and know. I'm guilty of this myself. I, I did yeah. it for a decade, man. I know something. I've read 10 articles. I know something's mm-hmm. coming. I know. I just know. Well, no, because they could raise interest rates right now and they could, cr- oh, then what? Then prices yeah. are like, you can't predict any of that. Yeah. Stop trying. Buy real estate based on fundamentals and good locations yeah. and then hold it for 20 years. And then come and talk to me in, in year 20 and tell me if you lost money. Mm-hmm. Also, you have to compare buying real estate to doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And when your <laughs> yeah. money, if you got 50 or 100 grand in the bank or a bunch yeah. of equity, you're getting, like we just talked about in our last video, you're getting roasted by inflation. Yeah. Like you're losing money. So you, you actually are losing money. Like you're, you're in an investment right there now. There is such thing as an opportunity money. cost. Well, no, you're literally, that too, there's an opportunity cost. And you're literally losing money that equity you have is losing buying power by the day. Oh, because yeah, yeah, because of inflation. Because of inflation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't have an inflation-proof asset, whatever money you have access to right now, especially with the government printing money left, right, and center, mm-hmm. you're literally losing money. So if you compare losing money at, at 2 to 5% a year versus making, what what are your estimated returns there? 40, oh, fuck. annualized. Huge. Let's, let's yeah. just call it conservatively 35% sure. annualized compound yeah. returns. So lose 5% or make 35%. Now let's let's run a worst case scenario on that property. Like, you know, if if the economy did crash, I bet you would still be cash flow positive. I bet you'd still be making money. For sure there. it would. Yeah. yeah. Let's just say you're make let's just say your returns drop to 10% annualized mm-hmm. compound returns. That's with principal pay down and a little bit of cash flow. Yeah. Again, this is a worst case crash. Mm-hmm. You're still making 10% a year on your money. Like when the whole if the real estate market crashes, let me tell you what, the everything else crashed too. Like you're in trouble. People like still need a place trouble. to live. Yeah. And like at the end of the day, when you actually look at the national average that real estate 
took a shit in the U.S. during 2008, I think the national average was something like 8%. An 8% drop. It's not even that fucking much to even talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, seriously, the problem is the news blew it way out of proportion, they and you did have a lot of hot spots that they focused on. Mm. You know, the, the, like, for example, like Michigan didn't even really dip that much. Mm. It was Detroit that mm. dipped because Detroit has a bunch of fucking, you know, Automotive. Yeah, automotive, and there was a bunch of shit, other shit going on in Detroit. But, you know, then there was tourism that took a shit, that people were over-leveraged in these type of areas with the higher prices and everything. And and uh, so, yeah, whatever, those take a shit. But, yeah, they, and they, they zoomed they, in on it. Yeah. Right? Now, here's the thing. When the crash does come, mm-hmm. let's, pretty, let's say the crash comes like it did in 08, 09. Mm-hmm. If you sit there— And it might not even be a crash. It might be a slow decline, whatever. Yeah, like, whatever, true, whatever, true. Whatever, whatever yeah. comes, yeah. whether it's a crash or not. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. If you tune into the news every day, mm-hmm. you think you're going to be able to buy in that crash. Oh, fuck. Like, you're going to get scared shitless. Just like when COVID hit in March of last year, if you watch the news every day, I actually felt I did this myself because I had nothing else to do. Right? I'm sitting at home watching the news, mm-hmm. and I'm seeing the COVID counter, and I'm seeing the fear. I'm like, holy shit. And <laughs> it, got, counter, it, got, yeah. it, got, it got me for like two or three yeah. days. I'm like, holy shit. And then I started to like think freely. I'm like, no, like, okay. And then I zoomed out. I'm like, okay, well, let's say this worst case scenario, let's say COVID runs for two years. Shit, what's going to happen after that? Still 400,000 immigrants a year, still not enough housing. Building costs are going to go up. They're going to put all the construction projects on delay right now because they won't be able to build. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I don't know what's going to happen in two years, but I do know that in 10 or 20, Ontario real estate's a really good investment. Then I started thinking, shoot, I should be looking for opportunities right Mm now. Like, let's see if it dips. It dipped for one month. And that's the danger of trying to time the market because- if COVID, a global pandemic that literally brought the economy to a halt, couldn't do it, what like it might not be that easy to predict. Like that, of course, it's not. It. Yeah, I, I predicted for sure it's going to take a shit. I, I thought for so sure. too. I, I, I really so did. Too. I was like, what the fuck is going now, on? Here's here? the thing. You we can even go back to one of my videos. Yeah. Well, yeah. here's the thing. I thought it was going to get bad too. I thought we were going to be into it for a year or two. Yeah. But here was my mindset. This is a time for opportunity. Mm-hmm. This is a time to be looking for deals. Mm-hmm. This is the time. I don't know if it's this week or next week, but I'm it's, I'm not going to try to time the bottom. I'm going to start looking for deals. Now, mm-hmm. here's the thing. It, it recovered so quickly that you really, unless you, you bought something time, in that yeah. month, you couldn't have gotten a deal. Even, even, a month, mind, like, even that month is a stretch. You might see it because you're an agent. You can yeah, see all was, like, the back end shit, but like, fuck, dude, I didn't, I didn't see it. No, it was one It was one month. It didn't drop. It just slowed. It's, it's you slowed. could get a deal. Yeah. Like you could go into something with one with only one offer or yeah. two offers. People were afraid. Yeah, because they were scared, right? Now, yeah. here's the thing. I didn't try to, my mindset shifted to not fear, but opportunity. Mm-hmm. And when you have the mindset of, okay, if and when the crash does come, that's an opportunity. That's not something I fear. It's something I welcome. Then you can operate in any market. Mm-hmm. And it allows you to operate when the market's super hot. You think I'm not going to buy real estate right now? Yeah. The market's hot for a reason. There's not enough houses in yeah. the US and Canada. And what people don't understand too is like, even if something happens in the economy, the fact of the matter is, you still need a place you to You still live. need a place to live. <laughs> And there's not enough places to live. (laughs) So like, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day, what, what happens in the market. The fact, like the fact of the matter is, is like, there's not enough housing. It's like buying water or air. Even if the economy crashes, you still need water and air. And that's what's actually happening. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of industries right now that are crushed. Mm. I'll tell you what's not housing. (laughs) Yeah. The builders are out there building at a furious pace right now. Why? Because there's not enough housing. Mm -hmm. There's not enough. Yeah, and the government policies are 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 uh, are preventing them to move as fast as possible, so they can't actually keep up. Like Big time, yeah. This Co- this won't Co- happen. Like everybody's predicting that, like two two thousand twenty one is we're gonna see like a dip. How the fuck are we gonna see a dip? I don't know. There's just not yeah. enough shit. Yeah. 
There's not enough stuff and there's not enough inventory to see the dip. Yeah. Here's the thing, though, from my perspective, good. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I hope there's a dip. I agree. I can buy more freaking cash flowing real estate at cheaper prices and less competition. Thank the Lord. 100%. In the meantime, I'm not waiting for that dip. No. I don't, and I don't fear it. That's the thing. I don't fear the crash so, or the dip. Oh my God. Let me give you an example. Okay. So this is, a, this is an amazing example here. This is a prime fucking example. I bought a building. What? Waiting. I bought a building in 2020, April 2020. Okay. I literally just sold it last week and I literally made a million dollars. April 20. So last year, approximately. In, in 11 months, I made a million. So that was at the height of COVID. That was prime COVID, yeah. Prime fucking COVID. I bought the building April 2020 for 1.19 million. Okay. Is it a I, warehouse? Yeah. I just sold the fucker. For 2.22 million. Mm-hmm. Now, you didn't predict that, right? I didn't like, predict nobody, it. Nobody could. But I was still buying. Yeah, you were opportunistic. You, yeah. you saw an opportunity there. You're not- I saw an opportunity yeah. based off the fucking numbers and based off fundamentals, and I didn't let all this outside bullshit yeah. noise affect my decision. I have a feeling you weren't sitting there watching CNN- Fuck uh, for, no, For 10 hours I. a day. Yeah. No. Because that sh- that'll get in your mind, man. Yeah. Like, that'll, that'll trip you out. So- Great investment. That, that's the point, right? It's a, in that's the middle exactly of COVID, the point. In the middle of the crash, I bet you one to five percent of people were actually willing to pull the trigger in that period mm-hmm. of time. Those are the people that ten years from now, uh, crash or no crash, will be ahead of everybody else of because you're willing it's to. Always oper- those people. I'm willing to operate in any market. <clears throat> I'm willing to. When the market crashes, I will be buying mm-hmm. in the middle of the crash. I, I'm not going to try to time the bottom. If the market's going up, the hottest market of all time right now, I'm buying. The 20 offers on everything, I'm still buying. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just going off numbers and fundamentals, yeah. right? It's not it's not that hard. If, it, if the numbers work, if the numbers work, it, yeah. It. And then I'm going to average that out over 20 years and mm-hmm. I know for a fact I'm going to be fine. Mm-hmm. I do not operate on fear. I do not fear the crash ever. I welcome it. You don't let other people influence your decisions. Nobody influences me. Especially if Nobody. they're negative. Especially negative. Like, I will, yeah. You have to, you have... You know, one, one, I feel like one of the reasons why I am where I am is because I do take constructive criticism and I do mm-hmm. listen to other people. Mm-hmm. But I don't let logic. <laughs> when it'll some, never influence your logic. No, yeah. no, it'll never influence my logic. When there's when when I can look at literally fucking facts and numbers in front of me, and someone's telling me that these fucking numbers <laughs> and facts aren't real, I'm going to tell you, no, you're wrong, and I'm going to believe this in front of my face. <laughs> there, there's no there, there's no other option for me there. Okay. But if the, if it's and, subjective, then I will consider it. Mm, but mm. if it's not subjective and the shit on paper makes mm. sense, you better believe I'm not going to be taking your fucking criticism. I'll listen to it, but I'm not going to take it as yeah. gospel. No, you yeah, you'll listen to it, but it's not going to get you to not. No, and it won't influence the trigger. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we'd leave leave it at that. Love it. That was, that was my favorite one. I think. Yeah. Done.